Philippians chapter number 4, um, we will see here, again, it's, we talked to this morning out of 1 Corinthians, and it was something that was written from the Apostle Paul, and we're going to look at the Philippians, and again, it's something that was written by the Apostle Paul, and uh, uh, this is one of his prison epistles. And there's a few things in here that he says that, that we use and we say. And, and, uh, but tonight, I want to give you just a couple of thoughts tonight about his statement he makes in Philippians chapter number 4 and verse number uh, 8 and 9. And um, let's get our Bibles. You got them? Philippians chapter 4, and let's begin reading in verse number 8. He said, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, and whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, and whatsoever things are of good, report. If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. The Bible says in this text that we are to think on some things. So I want us to examine what we're thinking. What are you thinking? You know, you look at your life and look at what you're doing and where you're going and the things that you experience. I ask you the question, what are you thinking? What is, what is a lot that you think about? What is something that you spend a lot of time thinking about? You know, if you examine your life, examine what you do, you have something that dominates a lot of your thinking. You have something that is very, very important to you, and you spend a lot of time thinking about it. Some might might think of things that are in the past, some might think of the things that are in the present, and some spend a lot of time thinking about what's going to happen in the future. We worry about things that we cannot change, and and it dominates our thinking. The Bible says, God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So as we think about this, I want us to really examine the things that we think on. What dominates what you think about? Because fear, let's just take, for instance, you take fear. Fear will will dominate you. Fear of the dark will keep you from getting out in the dark. Fear of the dark will keep you from going into a dark room without making sure that the light is on. Right? Right. Huh? Alyssa? Are you scared of the dark? Look, I'm not scared of the dark. I'm afraid of what's in the dark. 
okay? <laughs> but as we, as we think about these things, you take, like I said, for, for instance, fear. Fear, if that is your dominating feature, that you are, are fearful of everything, then that will be controlling you. It will control your emotions. It will, it will control your actions. It will control everything about you that fear because you're afraid something might happen. You're afraid something might take place and that dominates what you think about. For a lot of guys and people, Brother Alfred, all you can think about is football, right? Well, it's on all the time. Now, I know Miss Joyce is not going to talk about football with you. She could care less about you talking about football. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And so, buddy, you ain't talking about it at home. And so when you come to church, man, you got to find the first person to talk to about some football, right? Yeah, that's right. It dominates. Look, and truly, it dominates time in our space, in our mind. And maybe you don't like football, that's fine. And you like fishing, so you think about fishing all the time. You think about how you could be out there casting the, casting the line, trying to catch a fish. I mean, you think, hey, I know you girls, when you go to school, all you can think about is recess and making sure that you get to that next recess. Okay, well, how, what time is it? Because recess is next, right? What time is it? When can I get a break, right? It dominates your thinking. And honestly, what happens is, as we get so concerned about what we're thinking about, it consumes us. And we can't think about what we're going through at that moment because we're thinking about the next thing. The next thing. What's happening next? And our thinking really dominates us. The Bible says, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So what you're thinking about and what you're dominating your time, that is who you truly are. Now, to be honest, it's kind of scary, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what you're thinking about and what dominates you is who you truly are. But why would the Apostle Paul tell us to think on these things? Why would he make emphasis on ta- and telling us to think on these things, these specific items. One, this is just personal opinion, okay? Paul doesn't say why. But one of the reasons I believe that Paul was telling us this was because Paul was in jail. Paul himself was suffering for Christ. Paul himself was, was, could have been in bitterness of soul because they had him locked up. He could have been in a terrible spot. And so he had to make sure that his mind... And the things that he was experienced did not overtake him and make him depressed and make him in a terrible way because truly the Apostle Paul was in jail for preaching the gospel and tell me for just a moment, Christian, would that not make you upset? Would that not make you discouraged? Would that not make you depressed? Would that not make you upset at everything that's going on? And even make you think and question God. Why? Why? Why do you have me in this prison cell, God? What good did that prison cell do for the Apostle Paul? 
Don't you think for just a moment that the Apostle Paul could have done so much more on the outside than he did on the inside? I do too. He was a powerful man of God. I believe, I personally believe that he was the best missionary ever to put shoe leather on. That's true. But here he spent time after time in jail. How did he stay right? How did he, how did he make sure that when all the world was crashing around him, how did he make sure not to lose control? Because you know, like I know, that when things are going wrong and things are going bad, it's hard to make sure you keep that mind right. And so what I believe Paul is trying to teach us is this. Watch your thinking. Watch your thinking. So he says, number one, look what he says in verse number nine. Verse number eight. He says, all right, so think on things that are true. What's true? This is true. He said, when you're down, when you're out, when you're, when you're locked up in jail and, and the, you're preaching the cause of Christ and they've got you thrown down and they've got you pushed down and they've got you in, in fetters and chains, he said, think on these things. Well, you say, well, I ain't never been in fetters and chains because someone, I was preaching the gospel. Maybe not. Maybe not physically, but maybe emotionally, maybe spiritually. Maybe you feel that way that people are against you or people have pushed against you or people are not for you or, or maybe the things that you've experienced in this life because of, of, of experiences, of, uh, of physical tragedy, of spiritual tragedy, of emotional tragedy, and all these things that take place in your life. You have to make sure that you think on things that are true. Because if not, the things that are honest or the things that are, are dishonest and the things that are not right will dominate you. You know what? You want to be honest? You want me to be honest with you? I believe that the news media is not meant to bring happiness. I don't care from, from whatever station you like to watch to whatever station you want to watch. They never have anything good to say. It is always a negative report. Always. Because they want you, for whatever reason, I, have, I don't know, but why is it not that they don't report on the good stuff and they always report on the bad? And really, as a Christian, we've got to make sure we control that because if we sit around and we watch the news, you know what you're going to be? You're going to be upset. You're going to be grumpy. You're going to be mad. And because the whole world's going to hell in a handbasket, right? Because we watch so much news. And they've told us about it. And they've told us about all the bad things that are taking place. Are there bad things going on? Absolutely. But Paul says to think on things that are true. Because when you're in the middle of your battle and you're in the middle of your tragedy or whatever it is that you're facing, God wants you to know that he's true. The Bible's true. God is true. The Bible says, let God be true and every man a liar. Not only does it say to think on those things that are true, but think on whatsoever things are honest. We say, well, that's kind of the same thing, isn't it? True. I feel like true is God and the Word of God. 
Honest is things that are honestly said. True things. Things that are said. Look, you can, you can live, and you know what I'm talking about. You can listen to gossip. Things that aren't true all the time. Things that aren't honest. Right? Maybe, maybe people that gossip and tell, tell lies on people. Maybe they don't call you. Well, that's a good thing, right? But look, if you have a, if you have a listening ear... The gossip will tell it. But the Bible says not to listen to those things. Not to, not to thank, I'm sorry, not to thank on those things. Thank on things that are honest. Is it honest? Is it true? Is it true? Is it honest? Look what else he says. He says, and whatsoever things are just. What is just? That's complete, that's whole, that's, that's righteous, if you will. God is just. Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, he says, uh, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and what? And just. He's just. He's, he's, he's going to always judge right. He's always going to be just. We may not always get justice or may it always be around people that are just, but we need to think on things that are just. Think on things that are true. Think on things that are honest. And he says, what, uh, whatsoever things are pure. Man, we ought to be careful with our eyes. And, I, and you know, that's the little kid's song, but the little kid's song, oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. For the Father up above, He is looking down in love. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Do you know why that's important? Because images that you see, you never forget. You don't ever forget the images you see. You'll never be able to forget those things because you've seen it. It's there. It's forever. We need to think on things that are... I, I, I will look, and whatsoever things are pure. Is it pure, what you see? Is it pure, what you think about? And that also helps control our, the sin in our life. If we don't think on things that are wrong. If you think on only things that are pure, you're never going to think about getting back, getting revenge, telling that lie. If you're not ever sitting there thinking, man, what can I do? How can I get them back, buddy? How can I make them pay, right? But you think on things that are pure. Think on things that are true and just and honest. Things that are lovely. Lovely. What's lovely? You know what lovely? Uh, to me, lovely, I think of uh, flowers. I think roses and flowers and flower arrangements, they're lovely. I think they're absolutely lovely to look at. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. That's, that's how I envision that word, beautiful, lovely. Just beautiful. Yeah, think on those things. Because you really want to be honest, this world that we live in is not beautiful. If you, as far as the scenery, there's beautiful scenery, there's beautiful things to look at, no doubt. But as far as the crime and the wickedness and the sin, we could sit back, man, that's all ugly and nasty, and we could think about that and dominate our faith, our mind, and we won't be no good. We'll hate everybody. Well, did you see what they did down there? Well, we can't think on those things that dominate our thinking. 
Think on things that are true and just, holy and lovely. And whatsoever things are of good report. And if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Think on things that are lovely. A good report. Listen to good. Listen to the good reports. Listen to the praise. Listen to the virtue. You know what I love to hear? I love to hear saints of God tell what God's done for them. One of my favorite times is testimony times to listen to you praise God about what He's done. Now, this is my opinion. I believe those items in this text that we read, we see the whatsoever things are true and honest and just and pure and lovely, good report, virtue and praise. I personally believe that if we would take this right here and think on that, that's all those in one. This is true. This is honest. This is just. This is, this is lovely. This is virtue. This is. We need to take our mind and put it off of all those other things and put it on this. So we can please who? Please the Lord. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Am I still? I, I need to work myself to make sure that I think I'm good. Because, you know what? And I find myself, I find myself griping and complaining. And, and look, that has no business in my mouth. They really don't. That is not good. That is not just. That is not lovely. Right? <coughs> Think on, think on that. What are you thinking? Lord, we love you. Thank you for tonight. Well, I pray that each and every one of us would.